friends at Tivoli Brewing Company and the Department of Communication, Arts, and Sciences at MSU Denver, this is Unfiltered. And here are your hosts, Jay Schrader and Dr. Samuel Jay. So I'll just uh, lead into this 2019 recap, 2020 forecasting, planning, and uh, what to expect for our fans by declaring the dry January has already come off the rails, but only for privilege of sampling a, an extra special sour here on our uh, host location that we'll come back to at another point. But yeah, many thanks to the guys at Woods Boss yeah. for letting us kind of set up shop here and, and record. But um, Jay and I had talked this morning and we realized that we needed to have a, a year-end review of all the things we've learned over 52 episodes. Can you believe that we made it 52? 52. I was looking back at a couple episodes and uh, the memories are a little fuzzy on a few. And yep. then there's a couple that I'm pretty sure I wasn't there for. <laughs> you're right. You're right. There were some that you missed out on. Yeah, but we got hell? about uh, 30, 40 minutes here. So uh, I would like to say thank you for going down this journey with me. Hey, it's thank been you a- for bringing me along. Dude, it's been fun. Dragging me, right? kicking and screaming. It has been a blast. Cheers. Wow. It is, oh, dude, it has been fun. 52 weeks. This is probably the most committed I've been to anything other than my marriage, my kids, and my drinking yeah. in over 10 years. I know. I know. I'm, I, and my job, I guess. I knew that with... I mean, this is this sounds really um, narcissistic, and, you know, self self aggrandizing. This is a new Sam here. No, I think I knew that you and I, because of our work ethic, we're going to make this work for fifty two episodes. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, but, we're fucking badass you know, you just, at this. Yeah, because if we would have quit, we would have felt bad about it for the rest of our lives. Yeah. So plus, not new things on the horizon, right? We got some. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some money coming our way. Maybe yep. some. Uh, yep. Maybe some big interviews coming up in 2020. Yeah, I think we've reached that point. Hopefully, now we're we didn't we peak have, too early. No, I, th- I think uh, people wanted to see that we were going to make it a year, and we made it a year, and it tends to be working out. So. Yeah, there's a lot of people out there losing money on these bets. Well, we just need to make sure that there are plenty of breweries to go to, and I think uh, today was a shitty day. Yeah, Boulder beer. Yeah, Boulder beer's been fucking with us for a while, though. Let's face it. I yeah. mean, it's kind of. Jonathan Shikes put it best, right? Like it was a kick in the nuts mm-hmm. three or four months ago when they said they were going to stop distributing, and then uh, they salvaged that. And our friends over, not friends yet, actually the uh, the yeah. unknown Sleeping Giant yep. came in and rescued the brand from distribution perspective. And then Boulder announces that they're shutting down the brewery again today. So who knows? Maybe they'll uh, find another space. Maybe there's room for us to go up there. I could see that place as a great studio for you and me with lots of uh, existing tap lines ready to go. I mean, think, think of the interviews. We live down south, though, and we work down. I mean, you work down south for the most part. I, I mean, I travel to the south part of the city every day. Every day. I pretend to work. I don't know how else to put it. So let's jump into this. I think what we're going to do is we're going to go kind of episode by episode, and we're going to talk about just a little bit what did we take from it. Right? Episode by episode. Episode by episode. Wow. Right? I told you that some of these are fuzzy. No, I know. That's okay. We can we can get through it for sure. All right. So we opened up last year with Nate Nicholas over at uh, Tivoli Brewing Company, Director of Brewing Operations at You've Tivoli. got the list in front of you, right? So I, I can put this away? Yeah. You, yes. I have it right in front of me. I mean, aside from Nate being a, uh, was he an all-American hurdler? I know. I mean, general track badass. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Right, what did we take from that episode? I guess the science of brewing is what really stood. Yeah, out. that was a very scientific uh, man for, for cutting our teeth on on interviewing and getting into the brewery space, doing a podcast. That was a, a 
a difficult interview. Let's put it that way. There was a lot of science. There was a lot of math involved. There was Nate, whistle pig. Whistle. There was a lot of whiskey involved too, which <laughs> we didn't expect for the first brewery interview. But um, you know, the the best thing I think back about Nate and the crew over at Tivoli is how much that place has become a second home to us yeah. over the last fifty two weeks. Yeah. Uh, Nate, Evan, Steph, Ken, the whole crew. Um, whether whether we remember their names or they remember our names or or mm-hmm. we're there for a meeting or whatever else, uh, Tivoli has really taken good care of us over the last year. And let's face it, they're the ones that gave us the chance in the first place. No, I mean, I think, yeah, I wasn't going to toot any of their horns, but I guess we will. Tivoli sucks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it, I think, Ken, uh, uh, in terms of uh, being a CEO, you can see why that guy's had success uh, throughout his career at Coors and then, then at Tivoli is kind of this kind of project that he wants to go out on and uh, – being able to hire hire the right people, right? You know, Kyle Turner being the new director of sales, you can kind of see what he's doing around the place and having that collaboration with Molly's that they're doing now, just yep. that kind of foresight. So they're sharp. Um, Ken's good, and yeah, and they know what they are. If that makes sense, Tivoli knows who they are. Yeah, they're not trying to do anything they're not nope. supposed to. Nope, that's it. Stay uh, in your lane, bro. Stay in your lane, man. You yeah. have a really like you got a just a money maker with beers over the bar with yeah. a tap room. So. Yeah. For the record, um, Nate's out of Whistlepig, apparently. We called him out on it just a couple of weeks ago. He is. And uh, if, if he's not out of it, he's certainly certainly not sharing anymore. No, he's so. not. He's not. Uh, episode two, we saw Jason Zambrun. Oh, yeah. Over at Ratio. Good friends now he, with the Ratio crew. Yeah. What'd you take from that one? Do you remember? Um, we were still kind of nervous. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the big thing about Ratio that opened my eyes is that a lot of this stuff doesn't have to happen just over beer, right? I mm-hmm. mean... The guys at Ratio, how did they get their start, Sam? Do you remember? Punk rock band? Punk rock band, yeah. yeah. CU alum with li- literal legitimate degrees mm-hmm. that spent years touring on the road as a punk rock band. I mean, so you never Scott was in the band too? Scott was in the band too. Ah. My boy Scott, yeah. It was so it's just those two? Nah, there, there were three or four of them. So, okay. yeah, yeah. But the other thing, I mean, right, like beer brings us all together. Yeah. But it uh, doesn't matter if you're a punk rocker. Um, I don't know what the hell they're playing here. Outlaw Country is what it is. What do they call that shit? Yeah. Oh, is that some fish? That's called a jam band. Everybody likes beer, right? And Mm -hmm. and it doesn't matter where you come from. Um, But the other thing at Ratio that I like is the way they really incorporate music, live music, a lot of underground shows into their brewing um, and into the brewery space. So that was kind of our introduction to that part of town too, and, and and you know the Rhino District and. Just realizing how much real estate is changing the brewing scene down there. Like yeah. Where we are right now, Woods Boss, we're really close to Spangalang. Yeah. There's a yeah. reason why these guys are where they are. It's a little bit cheaper. And Rhino is, you know, starting to push some folks out. Ratio is still there. Yeah. They're Ratio's good. not going anywhere either. But, I mean, we're seeing friends kind of leave that area. Uh, Crooked Staves leaving. And so... I would assume for 2020, we're going to see a little bit more of that. Wouldn't you, from like as a from a banker's yeah, perspective? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I was just talking with Jordan before we got started, and, and he was touting a 20-year lease with potentially an extra five. So, you know, if you're a sharp enough businessman to get yourself 20, 25 years on a lease in, in and around downtown Denver, you're in good shape. But those guys that are out there just signing five and 10 years with no extensions, real estate's going to be key, especially in 2020. So, sure. and and. Buy if you can. I, I know that's not always plausible, but uh, I really think if you can control the property for the in, indefinite future, you're in a much better position to grow your brand and, and keep your beer pouring. Good. 
too good too tasty beer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Keep it good beer. Episode three, we went and saw Darren and Taylor over at Spang Lang. Yeah. Now, this is one of those places I think it, it, you and I had been there before the interview. We had been there after. We'd been there after. But they're one of these breweries that continues to just pop up on the scene for some crazy fucking amazing beer every three or four months. Yeah. Those guys know exactly what they're doing and, and they're really good at it. Otherwise, they fly below radar, right? Yeah, like, they really do. Uh, you know, they've got a great name. Spangalang. Yeah, Spangalang. It's a it jazz term. We learned that. That's right. We learned yeah. a little bit about jazz. But uh, they, they, they stay off the grid mostly um, until you're right. Something big pops and uh, they, they, they drop a, a great beer on us every couple of months. And frankly, I, I have to admit, I don't get into Spangalang enough, to be totally honest. They taught us one thing I think we took for the rest of the interviews, which is that the value that you can take and the knowledge you can take from just being on a packing line is kind of invaluable. And both 100%. those guys being on the packing line, you know how to treat your beer, you know how to like make sure that it doesn't have a lot of oxygen in there, the wrong amount of gases and stuff like that. And that was pretty impressive. They were both harking upon that. Yeah, yeah. And we've discovered that a lot more people in the industry got their start working on the pallet jack or polishing bottles yeah. or whatever. So blows my mind. Uh, four, we were at Grist. You Love got a keg out Grist. of it. I did get a keg. Actually, that's Nate's right. Nate's not there anymore. I don't know if Kevin is. Grist has been through some changes. We um, were at the big Grist place down uh, Park yeah. Meadows. We'll just, we'll just say Grist was a good interview. It was an entertaining day. Mm-hmm. Um, kept me wet for a couple of weeks yeah. after that. That keg lasted long enough. Yeah. Um, got me through Christmas, if I recall, because I'm starting to date myself now, but all of this actually went down before Christmas. Yeah, this was... We recorded a bunch before. Yeah. And uh, and honestly, I haven't been back to Grist much recently. Again, they're going through some changes. I guess it's time for us to go back and check the temps. I agree. Uh, episode five, still one of my favorites, Jay Johnson. Very Jay great. Johnson. He made my top five Gosh, when I was putting together the list today. Yeah. We had a blast. Jay Johnson was, for me, that was a great one because. We made friends that day. Yeah, we did make friends. Um, where the hell else are you going to meet a guy who owned an exterminating company? <laughs> And now he owns one of the best fucking whiskey distilleries in town. Him and Debo, still two of my favorite dudes. Yeah, and that one I do go into more than I should. Um, spend a lot That's of money right over there. there. Oh, yeah, it's easy. The bottles are good and affordable. I don't want to say cheap. Go in there on Wednesday nights. They have a snow wow night. Wow night, which is get free pizza. Watch your uh, snowboarding and skiing videos, your Warren Miller videos, eat some th- pizza and I drink th- some. I think we participated in one of those. I think we have. Yeah. Yeah, the boys at Denver Sports Lab are going to go back in there, I think, pretty soon. What's right. uh, what's number six? Number six is uh, Aspen Brewing Company. Went up, I went up there. Uh, S- Sam, tell us what you thought of Aspen Brewing Company. I love. I mean, drinking the view, right? Duncan knows what he's doing. Um, a lot of things have changed for Aspen Brewing Company over the last year. Yeah, it's amazing they're, what 12 months will do. Yeah, they're now a, a, a what would you call it? A, a, they're under the umbrella of Legacy Brewing. Is it Legacy? I can't even remember mm, what the hell it is. Legacy Brands. Legacy Brands, something like that. I think um, that's right. But I was I was just there. We went up to Aspen a couple weeks ago, and it was packed. Yeah. Uh, Duncan said that they're selling a lot of seltzer. They're, you know. Oh, go figure. Yeah, I know. A lot of skiers want even that seltzer. Even up there in Aspen, huh? Sure. Kanye, I, was Kanye there having a seltzer? I didn't see Kanye. I saw Mariah Carey. Oh, she's a seltzer yeah. drinker. She was really sweet, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Mike, I'll show you a picture. Catherine I a bet picture she with her. smells like bubblegum and cupcakes, too. She, probably, she does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where All that came I from. All I want for Christmas is you. What's the, uh, yeah, never mind. We won't get into that. Um, Saw Orlando Bloom and Katy Perry, too. Orlando Bloom Jeter. I'm down with. Are they married? They're getting married. They're engaged. Oh. Yeah. And uh, Derek Jeter's officiating? 
<laughs> he, he was just there. But, uh, yeah, Duncan, Claus, Aspen Brewing Company. It was a big stop for me. Just I'm a big Hunter S. Thompson fan, and he took over the spot where uh, uh, Flying Doug started. So Flying Doug started in Aspen, uh, the Ralph Steadman artwork, all of that stuff that you would recognize right there. Same, I believe, the same building. And I still actually. haven't been up there. The great thing about that one, too, in my opinion, um, Sam's first road trip brewery interview without me. That's uh, not his fault. Um, but also, I think, first on-site interview out of doors. I mean, you had the yeah, it was very downtown cold. Aspen going on right there behind you, and Sam's Holy breath shit, was, was on cold. the video. You could see your breath on the video. It was good. Uh, the next one? I think this made my top 10 for sure. Uh, it would have been David and, and Megan over at, at Black Shirt Brewing. We had fun. Uh, Black Shirt was an awesome experience. They've continued to be really good followers of the show, both of them. In fact, I, David texted me the other day. I got to drop off some barrels. Oh, really? That's the guy. That's why I need to make a run for barrels. Yeah, we're going to start charging your mileage for that. I know. I um, know. You know, uh, they were the first place that we really got the conversation. Well, there were two things in my mind. Um, food and beer, right? Like oh they really, God. they really oh, did shit, build a brewery around a kitchen or a kitchen around a brewery. But their food is amazing. Their pizza kills it. It's like some of the best pizza in town, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, it's yeah. the best garlic knots I've had in town. Oh, 100 percent. Oh my God. But the second thing too is, I think it was the first time we really experienced, or at least for me, maybe Sam was tracking it better. But um, the the critical pieces that uh, marketing and social mm-hmm. media really integrated into a beer and a beer brand can can do for the success of the brewery um and megan spoke a lot to that which was awesome she did and we talked you and i after the interview talked a lot about david being he was brand new i think he'd been there like six weeks before yeah and now you're seeing what he's doing and that dude is brilliant yeah we I heard mean, rumors over the year too that they were moving or shutting down or something but uh, black shirt's still there so i don't think they're shutting down they might just move locations yeah who knows yeah just my point is keep buying their beer no, they or, took that. Keep pit. ordering their pizzas. They were one of those. They were one of those kind of early, not early. They, they were kind of the, a boom brand, right? About five, six years ago, and they were they lost their way. And I don't want to say lost their way, but they've they've pivoted really successfully over the last eighteen months and uh, figured out who they are. So yeah, keep yep. going up there too. Um, um, stock shows in town. I would avoid that place like the plague for the next five weeks. You won't find parking. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Sure. It's not the brewery. It's not the stock show people. It's just the ability to park. Episode eight, Andy Sparhawk. Oh, I went to school with Andy. Yes, Yes. that was fun. That was fun. Um, That was our first uh, home away from home interview back at the Tivoli. True. Mark Bichet took pictures. That's the rumor. I don't remember that. Um, But it's possible. I don't know. Andy's a good friend. Uh, He lent uh, even more of an insight in terms of marketing, Mm -hmm. being the, the... Brewers Association social media guy. He's their web guy. Web yeah, guy. Yeah. Web guy. Yeah. And he was great. Loved seeing him um, later on in the spring at, or was it in the fall, fall. at GABF dressed like a park ranger. And he was a good guy. Good dude. The next episode was Eno Saris, right? The yeah. baseball wizard Eno Saris. Uh, you would know him from The Athletic. You would know him from MLB.com and .tv. Good. The thing I took from the Eno interview is we got right to it, right? Do you remember when I said, what's the place has the best craft beer yeah he said that coors the surrounding best craft beer right surrounding bars but do you remember, oh, who, do you remember which bar, stadium from a bar perspective your yeah. stadium you said was the best uh definitely not coors uh i don't was san it the cubs? Diego. san diego oh yeah. actually now that you say that i do recall that 
Um, this is Eno is the only guy I think we ever shipped beer to, though. We too. did. We did. Um, so I, obviously that either got expensive or the bottles broke because we never did it again. We never tried. Yeah. Nobody ever asked. That's all right. We should follow up with Eno and have him send us some. Beer. I know. We got to get him out here. Yeah. yeah. He needs to be on the show. That one. Uh, that one was. I was more of a deer in headlights, but it was a good interview, especially considering we did it over the phone in Grist. And we were already half in the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was if like interview number way, three for the day or all something. All the way in the bag for that one. The more that I do these ads, the more I realize that I should probably have Jay take care of a few of them. But alas, he's a banker. And he has a lot of ass kissing to do on a daily basis, which might make it difficult for him to record these things. With that said, I want to take a second here to give a thank you and a shout out to our title sponsor, Tivoli Brewing Company. If you haven't been into the Tap House located right there on the Auraria Parkway. I suggest you make a trip. The beer is great. The food's fantastic. The guest taps are always awesome. I was in there not long ago. Had a, there were some Four Noses on. There was a, there was some beer from Seattle. Space Needle, I can't remember who makes it, but that was delicious. Anyhow, go in there, go to the tap room. But if you're not wanting to make the trip to downtown Denver, you don't want to deal with the traffic, for that I totally understand. Find Tivoli beer at your nearest liquor store because it's everywhere now. You can't you can't miss the cans. Awesome cans. We talked about Odd 13 having great cans. I think Tivoli's cans are badass as well. They uh, they have the look of the historic brewery. You can't really miss them. Go grab yourself a, a Hellas. Go grab yourself a cherry pie. I think the Hello Darkness Stout should be available soon. It's a fantastic little winter beer. Made by the boys in the back. With that said, cheers to Nate, cheers to Charlie, to Chris, to Kyle, to Ethan, to everybody else who makes that thing happen. Tivoli Beer, go to the tap house, get you one over the bar, find it in stores. You can't miss it. Look for the big Tivoli Tower. Thank you, Tivoli, for uh, putting your name behind this train wreck that is unfiltered. And thank you to all of you for listening to the show. So with that said, enjoy the rest of the interview and go grab a Tivoli. Um, Colorado Saki was the next one. Oh, oh Billy. Billy. Billy, Billy, Billy. Man, that one made, they just have made, made number six or seven on my list. Like, I was working from a five, not a ten. Smart time. dude. Love talking to Billy. They've made some massive growth yeah. over the last year. Billy's killing it. He's went from 600 square feet to 6,000 square feet. Uh, I don't know. Colorado Sake learned a lot about legislation on that one, right? Like what it takes to open Jeez. a brewery or not a brewery that's classified as a brewery but serves wine. There's a lot of bullshit uh, technicalities on the on the politics and the legislation involved in that. But Billy, to his credit, stayed the course, mm-hmm. won over his constituents, or he is a constituent. No, he he is a constituent. He is a he won over he his, won over his representative. There you go. There you go. And, You're uh, not even drinking. I know, dude. Banker, banker brain. So many brain cells dead today. Uh, the next two we we'll go over really quick. Uh, many thanks to Matt Linscombe and Adam Robbings out in Seattle. Uh, I think that Matt, that interview with uh, Matt at Fremont, one of the founders of Fremont Brewing Company, probably changed my view of craft beer in ways that nobody else had at that point in the interview. I think he was right at the business angle and recognize the importance of having a business plan and building a brewery from that way and adam robbings just the 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 grit and the work ethic that uh, rubens brews has really kind of capitalized on in seattle i mean you're going to see it if you're out there they're slowly making their way into our market a lot i think i was i was at sobo liquors 
three weeks ago. So down on Broadway, South Broadway. Yeah, Broadway, just yeah. north of Evans. Yeah, is that actually a good liquor store? I see the signs everywhere. Their beer selection's pretty is awesome. Yeah, right. they had Fremont, uh, Fremont's kind of special barley wine and Imperial Stout stuff that I, I bought a couple bottles of. And for for listeners good. out there, um, especially listeners that have siblings, Sam's trip to meet with the guys out at Rubens um, really is like if you had a sibling that got to go on a special trip with his grandma and grandpa and nobody else got to go and then he lorded it over you for basically nine and a half months that's exactly how sam behaves about those interviews so if you want to fund this podcast through advertising jay and i can go on these trips together yeah 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 also you have to be nice to my wife um because apparently she's got a lot to do with this if any of you own a liquor store or a brewery out there uh you know we we really want to go to cbc this year in san antonio yeah so you don't have to buy our tickets. Dude, be I'll, free. Bring a, I'll bring a hammock. But yeah, we'll we'll stay in a Super Eight, in Super Five, New, New Braunfels. Right? <laughs> I don't even sure. know where New Braunfels is. Uh, it's in between Austin and, and San Antonio. Oh, okay. So yeah, dr- dropping hints there, people. Let's see if you can pick up the sniff, pick up the scent. Fun this, fun this bad boy. Fun this bad boy. Uh, the next one, one of our faves, Karen. Karen hurts. Oh, Holiday. Holiday. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Uh, special place in my heart. Still not sure why. Yeah, we'll um, figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out one of these days. But uh, gluten-free, right on the cusp of expansion when we were out there. Mm-hmm. And um, literally, I think a week ago, announced expansion out of state for the first time ever. So Really? Yeah. Karen and the crew over at Holidayly, kicking ass, taking names, all in the name of gluten-free beer, just like that, Karen. Karen, and we've we've seen Karen since, right? We oh, went yeah. out to dinner. We've uh, she talked about the importance of getting good, clean lines and all of this. I mean, she's good people. Oh no, no, she's been woven into the fabric of the unfiltered life. Yeah, and, uh, and cross paths with her. Props to Caitlin, who is now no longer just the what social media marketing person. She's now the director of, of marketing and advertising, I think. So oh, that's that, how they're growing. Is yeah. that a promotion or is that yeah. just an additional duty? Well, they're trying to hire somebody else, okay. right? Like that's the, now she'll have somebody on here. So thanks to, to both of you for, for participating. The next one, shout out to Josh and Steve Skalski. Steve uh, Skalski. Yeah, yeah. Josh Ayers, ex-neighbor. Yes. Wow, that was, that was fun. We went up there. That was Rocky's opening day, do you remember? Oh, yeah, I still owe somebody Rockies tickets because we didn't make it down for the game. <laughs> Whoops. Sorry, Ryan. Yeah, Ryan whoa, Kenny. Whoa, whoa. Oh, wow. Um, I was just telling Jordan, uh, only the only basement at a brewery that I've been in that was creepier than the one here at Woods Boss was Steve Skalski's enormous basement, unused potential, untapped potential it in the basement in where other than uh, Georgetown, Colorado. I know. Within it's crazy out there. Now there's an open, another brewery opening up there. See that across That's in that place? I think it's over in the trailer park area. And we, side of we see Steve around town too. Yeah, we've seen Steve a couple, Steve a couple times. He lives here. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, just woven into the fabric He's of the brewery life. He's a big motherfucker. Yeah, tough to miss, frankly. He's a big dude. <laughs> I wouldn't piss him off if I were you. Matt Swift, Andy Joint, Big Grove Brewing Company. It was a CBC interview. Now. I don't know. You don't follow them the way that I do, and I have to because my dad has a partnership with them, and he does a lot of stuff at the brewery. They've become the Weldworks now of Iowa. Hmm. Uh huh. Okay. They had the official beer of Ragbri. No comment. Which is a huge uh, bike across the state of Iowa. Uh, I think Matt. Excuse me. Matt knows what he's doing. Wow. Like uh, good for Big Grove. Yeah. Wow. Um, while you may follow them more than I do, I think I've actually consumed more of their beer over the last 12 months 
than Why? you have. Oh, just it's going just a Iowa? special thing, man. I got a guy with a connection that's bringing me the no, you the don't. You do top. Oh, he, no, you're thinking. No, topping Goliath is not from Big Grove. Who am I thinking of? Topping Goliath is toppling is Goliath. Goliath. You're yeah. thinking of pseudo Sue. Cut King this shit Sue. out. Cut this out. No, just edit this it. out. It's unfiltered. Yeah, for no that that uh, Lacroix is killing me. That was a fun. That was a fun week because that same week we did an interview with Sam Coyle from Brandon Bills, who has made us good hats. I'm wearing one right now. Yeah, if you want one, yeah, you should yeah. buy a hat. I have three sitting on the dresser at home that I still got to sell. So yeah. you're you you're a guy that doesn't have to wear a hat. Yeah, I got, got a beautiful head. head. You do. Yeah, you I do. do. And you know, you keep the hair clean. It looks good. No, you can you can wear the balded head and be okay. Me and Ken Watanabe. Oh yeah, true. And I know that because we just watched a flick that he was in, rocking the bald head. Nice. Uh, so Sam Coyle, shout out to you and the and the rest of the crew. Uh, Lokavor, you weren't there for Jason and Andy. Those guys were awesome. Um, yeah. If you're down in South Denver, Littleton area, I continue to hear this from people. I don't even bring it up. Lokavor is the best brewery down there. That's oh, you should bring it up. Breckenridge, I mean, that's Chris. They're that's a half a mile from another brewery, and they're less than a mile probably from Breck. So yeah, talking about staying in your lane, they know who they are. Mm-hmm. They don't want to expand. That's just what they are, and they make damn good beer, those guys. And uh, if you're on your way there and you cannot find it, don't give up because it's just tough to spot. It's tucked away in a corner in a weird little strip mall, but it's worth the work to find it. Apparently that sushi place, there's a new sushi place that bought the egg and I or what have you. That place is awesome. I've heard two people this week say that that's the best sushi south of South Pearl. I wonder if they have Colorado Sake Company on. They might. Good question. Um, next See how one it comes up, full circle. Justin Grant, Darren, and the rest of the crew oh, down at Go Patch. My wow. first, I think my first real road trip interview. That was good. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. Um, that was like interview by committee. Um, but that is the place that sticks out in my mind the most is they really created a culture. Um, we talked a little bit about culture here and there, and we've you know we've talked about marketing and social media and stuff like that. But Justin and his team really set out to create a family um and i think it helps that they were already family before they got started but man what an operation in an old schoolhouse too amazing facility blows my mind they had a barber next door mm-hmm. um there was some other stuff going on in that building but they really occupied yeah what hey kids when you grow up did you ever think that you would see brewing tanks and kettles in your school auditorium but dude they were so grateful for us oh yeah gave us shirts and bottles of beer and stickers and that was cool no shit my kid pulled out a goat patch sticker from however long ago like last week and it's stuck to the side of my entertainment center now that's awesome i don't know how this shit happens in my house those guys were awesome next up be uh mike and greg over at declaration yeah declaration rest in peace i mean that was that was your go-to bar for a while yeah you know it still is um just because of necessity and convenience mm-hmm. the boys over at declaration my son was two weeks old the day they opened I had, it's got a fond fond special place in my heart and uh, i don't get back over there enough but one of these days we'll, we'll go back yeah we'll go back hopefully very soon um zach rabin mockery that was like a 10 a.m interview and we were drinking beers yeah but we figured i think we learned a lot in that episode because it wasn't about mass production it's nope. about knowing who you are and trying to experiment and figuring your stuff out. And since then, people have just talked about mockery in multiple different interviews and how great they are. Yeah, going out on a limb, trying something maybe you never tried before. Yeah. Uh, and what struck me as totally bizarre was that 
unlike a lot of brewers we'd spoken to previously, they don't give a shit if they make the same beer twice. They, in no. fact, do not want to. They don't want to. Yeah. yeah uh, Zach was great. Plus, uh, we owe Zach a huge uh, thank you for connecting us with the old Lock & Co. boys, Lock which Co we'll boys. get to them in a bit. We will. We will. Uh, Chris Bell and John Cross, Call to Arms. <laughs> Did that make your top five? <laughs> Uh, I think it was number one. Yeah, that was the drunkest we've been Number on one show. and number two, because um, actually brings back John's numbers. no longer there, though. Yeah, I heard some changes again. Uh, they're on our follow-up list, I think. Oh I do gosh. believe I have an event scheduled there later this month that I need to check out. Beer, that was, beer uh, or no beer. But that was a hell of an event. Um, what's your favorite memory? I know what mine is from there. I don't I don't remember. Anything. Oh, come on, man. Cease and desist, baby. The C&Ds. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about, yeah. yeah. And Putin riding a, a dolphin, and there's crazy no, no, names no. of beers. <laughs> Slipping on ice skates, right? That was Putin had just uh, fallen on ice skates at a memorial hockey game in Russia, so that was worth it. Yeah, that was a no. Called Arms was by far top one. They were good. One. They yeah. were good. Uh, the next one was Willie. Oh, Willie Trutner. Over at Zuni Street. We've been back to see Willie. We too. have. We have. My Willie gosh. should have a baby. Like oh shit, pretty soon, right? right? Yeah, yeah, on the way. Not Willie personally, but yeah, he's he not doing much. Yeah, I went in the other day with uh, with Dan, and, and uh, Willie was not there. Was like he's a, probably home with the baby or skiing. No, the baby's not due till I don't know when that baby was June, due. July. He's good oh. always. All right, never he's mind. He's good. Yeah. Um, the next two were Mike Clark and Hugh Grierson. That was uh, uh, Sydney, Australia, and uh, uh, New Zealand, respectfully. I think. Yet another smart dude. tour that I didn't go on. I know you didn't go on those. Uh, Hugh was fun though. That was like a 10 a.m. beer drinking uh, extravaganza. He had a tap room of a hundred different taps that uh, he was the only place in New Zealand you could get that beer. But I hope I hope both of those guys are actually okay now. Yeah, given everything that's going on in Australia, yeah, no shit. We're, uh, we'll uh, we'll pour a little bit out for you guys down there and hopefully put out the fires soon. At the very least, um, bring a bring a koala bear into the brewery for us. Uh, I'd also like to point out that with that trip alone, Sam's podcast radio kit box has more international miles than I do. <laughs> Just like that. And more tax write-offs, too. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not adding any more kids. So. Uh, the next one was old Sam Lyle. Sly. Sam Sly. Sly. Now. Resolute Brewing. That dude. Just watching Resolute grow and what he's doing. Props to him. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's a fun guy. He's a fun guy. He's got a good podcast. But I think uh, that mullet, that that skullet that he had, Sambo. I know you listen to the podcast. Go, going, going, going back to the old hat and head shaped for a hat. That guy had a that guy had a hat head shaped for radio for sure. Um, the next one would be Weldworks. Yeah, right there. that was a great trip. Um, hats off to our favorite CPA, Justin Wenzelman, yeah. for hooking us up. Actually. Justin just popped moved. up on my radar today, and we'll get that's that's not for not for this conversation necessarily. But you know, it just goes to show it's not what you know; it's who you know, right? We wouldn't have got into Weldworks if we didn't know Justin. It's true. It's true. Um, I got to pee really bad. You want to keep talking? Yeah, I can. Are you going to take the mic with you, or no, you want to just good. run through the list? No, you go. Keep going. Uh, talk about Lock and Co. and Talnua. I can't see the list. Oh, Lock and Co. and Talnua back to back. You don't need my mic. Um, no, I don't know. I'm just trying to move shit around. So Lock and Co. I, I got to find my space on this list, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry. Uh, Owen Locke, Rick Talley, um, in a restaurant of all places that was supposed to serve Lock and Co. Aspen aged rye whiskey and didn't have any available. So 
What happens there? Rick Talley pulls a half-empty bottle out of his bag, and we continue to finish it right there on the spot. Great interview, great friendship. Um, I keep talking to Owen, and I uh, can't wait to see what those guys do. They hadn't even been around six months, I think, at that point on shelves. So, um, And then whiskey to whiskey, right? We did it twice in a row. Patrick and Megan Miller at Talnua Distillery, the only Irish pot distilled whiskey in the United States. And it's not Irish. They call it American, frankly. Um, but man, that was a great bottle of whiskey. I bought a couple um, and actually didn't ever get to keep any of them, which was a bummer. So what do you do about that, right? Um, the next one here is uh, Comrade Brewing. Um, the Commandant, David Lynn, who, again, man, paths cross pretty regularly in this industry and in this town. But uh, David Lynn's a big friend now. We see him a lot. Um, Award winner. An award, yeah, actually. Best I'd, I'd, I'd like country. to think that that probably comes on the heels of our interview. <laughs> but uh, Small yeah. Brewery of the Year, right? Small Brewery of the Year. Yeah. Best They're, IPA. Best IPA. There was, they, they won another one, too. There were three gold yeah. medals. And generally badass brewery. Um, Those guys. He and Marks are, uh, are fantastic. So if you can get a comrade, get there. Gosh, John, we got to move through these. Yeah, Tamir, we're not moving fast enough. Tamir, he called you what? Uh, Jeff. My name is Jeff. <laughs> um, but then the good news is I'm pretty sure I called him something else when I went back in there. Uh, if, you, if you're on first and is it first in Cherokee? Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. Ish. Good place. Yeah. Baker right. neighborhood. Um, the uh, second best Pilsner in the city of Denver. Who's the first one? Who's the first one? According best? to Tamir, it is Ashley at yeah, the Bierstadt. The Bierstadt. We'll get there. Uh, Intrepid's a joiner, which is now next next stop. Trip. Next stop. Next stop. Yeah, that was weird, too, because, you know, that happened, like, what, a week after we were there? It was pretty, yeah. Right um, I spent more time than I care to admit polishing up on my pronunciation of the words Intrepid and Sojourner, only to have them change the name. How now, brown cow. Yeah, but they have uh, awesome beer. They were the first ones, I think, that um, turned us on to the seltzer craze that we're now seeing in breweries yeah they're easy to make yeah i mean that's what we learned and they made a damn good one yeah they're easy to make they're cheap to make why not make one yeah um dave bergen joyride it was about a thousand degrees that day jesus hot and uh dave was a good guy good dude that's my wife's new favorite brewery because of that really yeah yeah she actually listened to it no she didn't listen to it i just she was looking for a brewery in the neighborhood and she wasn't with me and I uh, sent her and a couple of teacher friends up there. So, David, hopefully uh, you guys took good care of my wife. Clearly you did because she can't stop talking about it. And that was three or four months ago. Dave was a contributor to our interview with Shawnee Edelson, right? I mean, Dave's on the board there with the Colorado Brewers Association and everything, or the Guild, I suppose. So Yeah, the Brewers Guild. Many thanks to Dave. That was a good interview. Um, he was a good bearded fellow. He had a beard in the middle of fucking July or whenever it was. Yeah, he had a hell of a beard, too. Jeez. I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't like pubic hair. Uh, River North, uh, Katie, Derek, and Matt. We we and there were like seventeen mats in that interview. Yeah, uh, um, if you said Matt, like eleven people would look up in the s- building. Sneaky big brewery, sneaky big, sneaky big distribution. Matt was was growing that that footprint pretty significantly. And I don't think I mean you're not hearing anything bad about River North. No, not at all. And I think the cool thing that I learned at that particular interview was. Uh, they were relatively unknown for a long time, and they had some 
real estate issues, as we've already talked about. Yeah. But uh, you know, they managed to survive that and and maintain the brand and keep going, which I think is awesome. Uh, Dean and Chris at Odyssey. Yeah, Odyssey. <laughs> so great. What do you say? There's only one word that can describe that interview, and I'm not even sure I know how to pronounce that word. Drunk. Oh, I was gonna say Blumpkin. <laughs> yeah, Blumpkin. Yes, those two were were awesome. They have a new. Um, a dark logger that's out. Too. Yeah, I so, saw that. Yeah, Chris just turned fifty last week too. Did Shout yeah, out yeah. to Chris. Shout out to Chris. Wasn't able to make the party. I think it was Thursday or Friday. Happy birthday, Chris! Yeah, happy birthday. Uh, our first husband and wife brewing team. They were so great. I really liked them. Uh, then, then that same day, we went over to to Fiction Beer. Co. No more twofers, ladies <laughs> no, and gentlemen, and especially no. with a drive like that in between. No, that was rough. And on a hot day. Remember how hot it was at Odyssey? Crazy hot. Oh my God, we are hot. Uh, yeah, we went with Chris and Brittany uh, over at Fiction Beer Co. and Brock Harper jumped in and basically oh, yeah. ran the interview for us. Yeah, but we needed some help at that point. <laughs> it was good. Um, Bannered Oak was good. Yeah. That with, was, uh, with Dr. Um, I was on the wagon then. That was my month of sobriety, oh, yeah. sober yeah, September. Yeah, yeah. With Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox. From Scrubs. <laughs> yes, Dr. Yeah. Cox. Those guys, were, we had a, that was our entourage. Yeah, day. that was supposed to be sober September. It worked for Sam. It did not work for me. But, yeah, we actually had a crew for that one, which was great. That was good. Um, and I think I went straight from there to the Dave Matthews concert. So. You did. I think, yeah, in a, in a very, another hot day. Um, let's see. New Terrain was uh, still sober September for me, but those guys out there. Man, wow, I've been back spot. a ton, had too. You really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so close to my in-laws. Um, and, and now I think my wife butters me up. To get me to go visit the in-laws by saying, "Well, we'll stop at New Terrain on the way," okay. which is like all she's got to say. Let's go there. Yeah, beautiful spot. Hey Jay, do you want to go get a vasectomy? Yeah, just take me to the brewery first. Yeah, hey Jay, do you want to go to the graveyard? Yeah, just take me to the brewery sure, first. Sure. Uh, Kevin Delang, Dry Dock. Kevin likes a good s- seltzer, correct? <laughs> that was uh, that was when we recorded during the Iowa State game. They ended up lasting like 18 hours because of rain delays. That was our first Iowa State. Cyclone on the on the podcast. It was well first admitted. admitted um, you're right. Kevin was in a, Kevin was a great interview. That was a tough one too because we had a football game trying to happen. We we're in the middle of a crowded bar. But Kevin brought a special keg over to the guys over at Fresh, Fresh Craft. Craft. Yeah. Um, that was another on-site off-site that we really like to uh, you know tout our partners. But the guys at Fresh Craft opened uh, welcomed us with open arms. That was awesome. Uh, I went and saw Gino or sorry George and oh, no we went to. George and Reno. I, think I was looking at the next interview. George and Reno at Burley. Oh, Burley. That was, that was, that was Reno was fun. That was uh, probably our longest courtship and scheduling an interview, frankly. That was. That but was like a 10-month ten month, ten month, uh, <laughs> scheduling conflict. But th- that's another another brewery with a great brand. Mm-hmm. Um, tucked away in Castle Rock, as far as I'm concerned. But really, you wouldn't know it by sitting down at the bar. Good, uh, yeah, a good brand, good logo. They had the merchandising thing kind of figured out. Um, yeah, highly. Yeah. Su- uh, the Lock and Co guys put a lot of barrels in there too. So. Oh, I don't yeah, think I knew that. I knew that. The next one would be, of course, Jonathan Shikes, uh, Colorado beer man. He's the go-to. Res- I mean, he, he's the one who broke a lot of news this last six months. Yeah, he's been on top of it, and frankly, he's. I mean, I steal anything intelligent I have to say about the beer industry from Jonathan. So. Good dude. Good yeah. dude. Love him. Follow uh, him on Colorado Beer Man something at Colorado Beer Man. There you Colo go. Colo Beer Man. Colo Beerman. Colo Beerman. YOLO. Uh, you only live our once. Our next interview was another uh, writer. Uh, that was me on another trip. Oh. See Josh, how these. Josh Bernstein uh, went out to Brooklyn, New York. Met him at a bar there with my kids. 
He got my kids uh, some some uh, slushies or no some kombucha <laughs> and uh, a grilled cheese, and they were happy. Nice. And we sat there. He was a dad. <laughs> Guy who writes the New York Times, writes for all the big publications. He's written five books, I think, in the last 10 Where years. Where was your wife for all of this? She was going to see the Andy Cohen show, Watch What Happens Live, with our friend Adam. Yeah. So, uh, the gestational carrier dad. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, it was such nice. a sweet relationship. It was. It was that's great. That, we'll Literally to took the train to Brooklyn. Like a whole Manhattan. series of episodes just to that conversation. <laughs> um, but cut it out. We'll come back to that all together, frankly. Uh, Josh was, was still a big, he's a, a huge supporter of the show. I mean, I think of all the people who have boosted our listenership, it's probably Josh more than anybody else. Yeah. So thank you, Josh. You're the man. I really, really appreciate it. Listeners, we appreciate it. If you didn't know that Sam's a bit of an academic, uh, I think the proliferation of writers and other intelligent folk on this uh, podcast it doesn't come from me, all right? I'd, I'd interview a homeless guy on the street if he was holding a Schlitz 40. In a bag. In a bag. I would interview him in a bag. Wait, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, Ashley and Bill were our next interview over at Bierstadt. You loved it. Man, we went down for the ho-ho-ho slapdown after the fact. Bierstadt's great beer. Uh, it's the first one I think I spilled my beer on myself in for an interview, which wow. was, yeah. yeah um, and, and David was there. <laughs> David was there for, yeah, David, our guest contributor. And, he was uh, like three weeks into a new kid. He just looked yeah. He looked like He looked more than, like more than hell than usual. Um, no, Bierstadt's great, clean product. Um, you know, this one of the few people that I've ever heard say, Buy my beer, drink it now, and come back for more, right? They, like, it tastes best quick. Uh, Seth and, and oh, hold on, I missed somebody. There we go. George and Ryan at Brews Beers. You weren't there. I went up and did it. Good Belgian beers. They, do they finally have the place open on Colfax? I don't know, but I'm a, you know, I know Ryan pretty well, and I've met George, so they, they have a sweet operation. Um, nothing like uh, building a brewery into the mailbox of a master-planned community to yeah. ensure success. Pretty good. Uh, Seth and Davin, Liquid Mechanics. I went up there. Jay couldn't make it. It was it was Christ. a really shitty day. It uh, was snow wise and life. I yeah, think something like that. But uh, those, I mean, up there in Liquid Mechanics, uh, Lafayette, I believe, right? Lafayette, yeah. Or Lewis I don't know. Park. I didn't go. One of the, I mean, sorry guys, it looks like the same place once you get north. <laughs> oh, Longmont, Lafayette, yeah. yeah. Um, as long as you're on the west side of the highway and not the east, you're fine. That was fun. Had a blast. Uh, the next interview, Charlie, old Charlie Berger, uh, Charlie Berger. Denver uh, Beer Co. was definitely in my top five, and not because it was anything super eventful, but Charlie proved to be the everyman brewery owner. What a good dude. Yeah, super friendly. Biggest smile on his face from beginning to end. He was, and, and yeah, he just kept pouring beers for us, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got out of there fast for a reason. Did you? I took a couple of six-packs <laughs> with me, but... I did get out of there. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, hopefully we can do a follow-up with Charlie and Patrick. That'd be great one We day. need to. Uh, Zach Christofferson, uh, Chain Reaction, was our next interview. Kind of a hidden little gym over there. What was that? What's that neighborhood I called? I think technically that's Ruby Hill, and I was actually just there on Friday. Not the brewery, but just around the corner. And I can attest to the fact that uh, if you don't know it's there, you're not going to find it. But you should check it out because Chain Reaction, great beer, good great beer. environment. Big big supporters of their community. Too. Yeah, very very family and community oriented. I think they had a chili cook off right after we were there that uh, Zach was trying to get us to come down to. We never made it. Uh, then we went to I thirteen on a on a really dark and shitty day. Oh yeah, but, but then it was you know what? <laughs> a man in a coat were so awesome. Totally worth it. Totally I think worth they it. They sent us home with three or four crates of 
What do you call them? Uh, uh, low fills. Low fills. Oh Sam, Sam doesn't usually learn much on these. Wow. Uh, but he learned what a low fill was and yeah. actually was the one to teach him. And we got access to their uh, special release Christmas beer. Um, yes, we those, did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Happy Merry Christmas, Brock Harper. On 13, um, interesting story there, and, and I'd like to go back and, and pull at that thread a little bit more. Go ahead. But we had Tug. a good time. No, I mean, I'd like to physically go back and pull we should. on the thread. I get, well, we have to go to uh, – Nicole never got back to us. Yeah, yeah, well, that's what I'm getting at. I mean, Nicole, we're, we're supposed to be up at the uh, Nicole, if you're too. listening, we have to go up there. Uh, Nicole Ryman. Would go see Ted at Meyerski's. Yeah, that. so that one is also in the top five. And if anybody's counting, I'm probably at like eight, technically. But uh, a, a ski, craft skiery, right? Cool place. Craft skiery. What, who's going to argue with a ski shop that you walk into and they offer you a beer before they even say hello? We saw how skis were made. Yeah. And John Boy was there. John O was there. Um, and they got a cat, too. They do, they do have a cat. Uh, then for the next one, I was in Chicago to go see John Carruthers at uh, Revolution Brewing Company. Jay, again, could not come. I was there for a wedding. but uh, I didn't get invited to the wedding, which most is a bummer because I'm a good time at a wedding. You could have been my plus one. I should have known. Catherine couldn't make it. So I was there. Uh, best barrel program I've seen. Sorry, Wiley Roots. Sorry, uh, uh, Kyle. Best barrel program. Marty, if you're listening, I think you do. Shout out. Holy shit, that was awesome. So, and, and Cousin Vic, who listens to this and, and was my stand-in for Jay, Revolution Brewing, Brewing, bleh, Brewing Company. Impressive. Uh, next one would be Shawnee. Shawnee Adelson. Yeah. That was... The we Colorado were worried Brewers. about it, yeah. and then it ended up being fantastic. I think we were worried because we were we had like a real professional, right? Yeah, we, she, we were worried doing. that she would um, know and be smarter than no more and be smarter, and she did know. Yeah, and she was smarter, but super down to earth. I mean, it's it, very interesting to hear from somebody firsthand that's just out there advocating for all the breweries in Colorado. Um, also very politically correct, which I think is huge in her role. Mm-hmm. But uh, she really has, I mean, she really has Colorado Brewers' interests For sure. at heart. For sure. Uh, then we went out to Living the Dream. We saw Jason. That yeah. Was, that was fun. That was a fun one. Um, great little brewery over there. Been around for a while. Jason's got his son coming up in the ranks behind him, which I yeah. think is cool to see. Um, wife does something over there. She probably tells him what to do. That's the way it works in my house. Um, but man, as it uh, should be. Yes, that's the that's the word on the street. Anyway, <laughs> go see go see the guys that live in the dream. They've got um, a pretty good barrel program themselves, actually. Yeah, that was impressive. Uh, they've got a lot of space and they got a lot of barrels to fill. And and uh, you'll see Jason's beer coming down the pike for quite a while. And we ended everything over with Anthony at Westfax Brewing Company. I guess I just finally got to go to Casa Bonita. I was really excited. No, no, no. I'll, you go to Costa Bonita. I'll sit at West Fax. West Fax. Yeah. I'll tell you what, buddy. Was um, that our last interview of the year? That was. Um, wow. We made it a year. Yeah, we did. Cheers, old boy. Still married. Still married. Uh, one of us got pregnant. We got a third kid on the Man, way. And that baby hurt, too. <laughs> it was the conception of that baby that hurt the most. Yeah, yeah. In and out. Hey, thanks, buddy. That was a lot of fun. It was a good, good first year. So, everybody, thank you for listening so much. Like, really, we appreciate your your patronage uh, for this show. Um, I know that we have a good group of people who listen to this thing every fucking week, even though it's a disaster sometimes. So, thank yeah. you. Train wreck. Uh, if you see us on the streets, don't be shy. Stop. Like, we could literally be hello. on the streets. Yeah. yeah we, I mean, I might need help. 
right? I could be looking for a place to stay that night. <laughs> Make sure we're okay. Um, could have forgotten how to get to work. You never know. Also, Sam, huge proponent of the swag. If you want a pin, if you want a button, if you want a sticker, hit us up. Hit us up. I'll pay for the mail on that shit. If you want a hat, you, you got you to gotta, you gotta send us some cold hard cash. Yeah, um, true. And if you got any kind of interest in a beanie, let us know now because yeah, that's sure. next. All right. Order that. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate that. Hope hey. you enjoyed this year in review, and we'll be back next week with a new interview. Good luck in 2020, people. All right. Take care.